0: Welcome everyone to another week of TV. I don't know. Yes, 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 yes. Our
1: in-studio audience is going crazy. Thank you for coming out. <laughs>
0: We love you, too. We love you, too. Thank you. Thank you for that. <laughs> Have a seat. Sit down. Have a seat. Thank- I said sit down. Thank you.
1: <laughs> please, please, you guys. Come on.
0: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You're too kind. But thank you to all of you out there cheering for us. It's another week of TV channeling. As I said, my name is Tachi and I'm with.
1: Kevin, yay Tachi. And what's so great about today's show? It's it's not just a regular episode of TV Channel that you all know and love. This is part 2 of our Bad Girls of
0: Summer 2018 special. I'm glad you said it right this time. <laughs> last time you were trying to, oh, the bad girls of summer. I said, no, no, no. <laughs>
1: no, I, I, yeah, I take notes and I, and I use them. So yeah, it is, uh, uh, our last episode was bad girls of summer past or summer's past. This week, it's bad girls of summer present.
0: Yes. And we can't do future because that show does not exist. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but the, the moment they come out with a show that takes place in the future during the summer, that we we will have a third part of Bad <laughs> Girls of Summer Future. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. When, it, when, when they make Barbarella the series, take note, Netflix. Come on, make it happen. Make it so. Barbarella the series. I, she I'm, I'm, w- she would be a, a bad girl of summer, sexily stirring up
0: trouble. <laughs> Sexually <we're laughs> Stirring up trouble with sexily summer, yeah. <laughs>
1: In the future.
0: <laughs> exactly. Sexually summer is Barbara.
1: <laughs> it's Barbara.
0: <laughs> <laughs> in the netflix original barbarella the series yes okay so quick tangent i i love you guys know i love tv as do you so i watch a lot of older tv me tv is like everything to me so i don't know if you've ever watched me tv yes
1: i i am familiar with me tv
0: yes so it's a channel that's an over-the-air channel so you know just you know it's kind funny of...
1: here it's available on dish network you can check out me tv it's channel uh I don't remember what the number it is, but it's uh, MeTV is available here. So it's all kinds of it's it's basically MeTV is what TV land was supposed to be. And once was that's what MeTV is classic shows from different decades. Um, What I wish they would do. And this is something, again, the powers that be, you need to listen. You need to contact us. We can set all ships right with you people. There needs to be networks. Dedicated to decades, I would love to see like an eighties, nineties, even a seventies decade show a, ch- a channel that f- focused on everything: TV shows, commercials, documentaries, and uh, and uh, TV shows. I say? TV shows, movies, documentaries, everything from that from that particular decade. Uh, that would so there'd be an endless supply of content all focus that that had to be made in that particular decade um because there's so many uh old school tv specials that you can't see anymore like circus with the stars or something like that uh something crazy like that so it'd be cool to have a network that was showing that kind of thing or even old award shows
0: old awards cho- oh oh whoa oh oh that is really good Old award shows and actually older uh, children's programming as well from like the 70s, that would be really cool. So in the morning it could be children's programming and then in the evening, you know, from the rest of the day it would be. I think that would be cool. But you brought up something when you said award shows. So the... What award show is it? Was it the SAG Awards? I can't remember. It's one of them that just happened not too long ago, you know, a couple of months ago, and it wasn't televised, but it was streamed online and or you could watch it through YouTube, actually. So I was watching it on YouTube and what they did during the, quote, commercial breaks was to show old um like SAG Awards or old whatever awards. I can't remember which it was, but let well, me it tell wasn't you. the
1: SAG Awards because the SAG Awards no. aired on uh on, on TNT and TBS. So. Right. It
0: wasn't SAG. I can't remember it's some old awards. Director's skill i can't remember
1: oh was it was it the date because i know the daytime uh emmy oh did we, not... thank you
0: yes it was the daytime Emmys. so the daytime emmy's did not uh they were not televised not anywhere here anyway so they had it on youtube and you could watch the live stream on youtube so i watched it and one of the cool things is they did during the time where there were quote commercials they showed old daytime emmy shows back in the day they didn't even have a, a venue. It was on a boat in New York. <laughs> wow, on a in boat. On the, in, in the East River. I said, wait, is that the East River? And they showed, you know, it was an aerial shot. Back then there were no drones, so they were in a helicopter, aerial shot of the Statue of Liberty, and they are like, live! <laughs> oh, <laughs> and my and God, that must was have been really cool. And it was on a boat. Cool. It was on a ferry. So that tells you, you know, it's big enough, but there are not that many people. So... They may need to save some money and go back to that.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's a very insular community because a lot of people, you'll see a character get killed off on like one uh, daytime soap only to be resurrected on another one because it is such a demanding kind of thing to find people that can memorize that many lines of dialogue overnight. Only a few people can basically do it. Now, some people have that talent, but they don't also have the ability to act. But they can memorize, and so. that's all that matters
0: <laughs> for daytime soaps. And anyway. you look good without a shirt. You're hired. You're hired. <laughs> so. Exactly. It doesn't good matter. They're gonna kill you off in episode thirty-two anyway. But one
1: thing that would be cool about seeing old school award shows is that those were the days when people went to award shows and there was no such there was the term stylist hadn't been invented. So you could show up hella crazy to any event.
0: (laughs) Oh, and they did. And they yeah, did. Yeah, so it
1: would be fun to have uh, a series of channels that focused and where you could watch old TV movies because TV movies are basically a thing of the past except for, like, Netflix originals. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I guess that, the I hate to say it, but no, I don't. I, I, I relish saying it. The trash <laughs> that, like, Lifetime, television for women with no taste um, <laughs> that I
0: And I never understood that. Sometimes you'll go to the beauty salon, you know, or your stylist and some of them they will have like i I used to go to this braider they had these lifetime movies on the whole time and you know when you're getting your hair braided that is at least a good seven or eight hours i'm like i cannot do this anymore I cannot watch it. Well, I don't understand about life. I
1: don't understand about the the lifetime movies are they're movies that are supposed to be for women and in every one of them women are being murdered, beaten, raped.
0: <laughs> Just well like... nobody said they were movies with a positive uh, image of women. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so so well the reason I brought that up uh, anyway is because I've been watching a lot of me TV and I, I have this block every night I have this block. I watch um perry mason which i love then followed by twilight zone which i love even more then followed by the alfred hitchcock hour which i love as well and then there's this one i don't know did you ever watch manix
1: oh my god i all i know about manix honestly are two things manix had a badass theme the opening of it is like super exciting looking (laughs) i know that and the theme music is pounding and like super happening uh of that time it just sounds like really sweet like you could basically dance to it so (laughs) but it would be an interpretive dance but you're still dancing (laughs) and then and then he had a black secretary Which was like very, very, because I think the show takes place in like 1971 or something like that.
0: Right. So obviously this is after Julia yes okay (laughs) okay. all right like are you i was waiting for you to agree tv historian oh then yes yeah (laughs) Uh, so this is after julia uh so yeah the fact that was that's something when you see uh, a black secretary she was still a secretary but she was a black character on the show and Um, i think that basically didn't she
1: exist merely to be uh kidnapped every other episode wasn't that uh basically her job besides answering the phone she was she needed to be kidnapped and then uh, rescued often.
0: Kind of, kind of, but you Which know is what?
1: basically what a lot of women's jobs are in movies. Just like, I'm just here to be kidnapped. That's another thing. If you ever a cast when you're when you if you're an actress and you get a call where you're gonna be reading opposite Liam Neeson, you will be
0: kidnapped. <laughs> 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 you're, gonna, you're gonna be kidnapped, so be prepare prepared. yourself. Be prepared. So get,
1: your, the- get yourself some
0: gag proof lip gloss. Oh god anyway <laughs> <laughs> note to mac don't make that <laughs> Anyway, or any cosmetic company don't make that so anyway that when you said when we were like uh, uh, sexually summer is barbarella that's kind of how it was back in the 70s there was a very 70s thing so it's like such i can't remember the guy who plays manix it's like such and such is manix and i i it it Tickles me that they had to have a complete sentence <laughs> to object. Um, such and such is, there's such and also starring with recurring occur- appearances whereby, so everything was like a complete sentence. Oh, it was like, out.
1: yeah, it was like a little, like like you're watching a player or something like that. And then another thing that back in the old old school kind of like those detective shows, at the end of naming all the people that were on it, they'd, and they'd be like tonight's episode, Sexily Summer. Kind of <laughs> thing that they would tell you the name of the episode. So, you know, because back then you could not hit a button on your remote and then see the name of that particular episode or any kind huh. of information Information. So they gave the you TV all bar. the information, and exactly. they had a thing called closing credits as well. So it
0: was hardcore they the closing credits with an equally hitting song and not always the same as the opening theme song so that was Well kind the funny of cool. thing is
1: there are some shows that to me are clearly more famous for their like theme song and opening credits than the actual show and I, for me one show comes to mind when I think of that is the show That Girl if if you oh. go on YouTube and watch like the opening credits its that song is insanely catchy and there's like What's neat about it is Marlo Thomas was the star and she's like, I'm a young, beautiful uh, girl making my way, trying to make my way in showbiz. And for some reason, I have a huge apartment in in Manhattan um, and I have a boyfriend with whom I'll never have sex. And so, (laughs) but what's cool about it is that not only is that song catchy and, and she wears like 800 outfits in the like 30 seconds it takes to play that theme song but there's like shots of her and her boyfriend where they're like sitting like in like Central Park or something like that and they look so like uh 60s cool you know she looks so chic he looks so uh handsome and they just look really neat and but if you actually try and sit through one of the episodes that show is horrible it's a horrible show (laughs) but you know what stick around and watch the closing credits which are equally amazingly cool so watch the opening credit i recommend so when it comes to will i keep watching that girl i will keep watching the opening and closing credits of that show
0: (laughs) please realize point of information that girl is no longer on television just for the people who <laughs> who don't know it is not a new show it is a show from the no it's it an is, old
1: show but the but show. the credits were kick ass so some shows ha- are known for like having good credits or having there are people who like know the gilligan's island song who've never seen gilligan's island some of these some of these shows they're the what the the, the the thing they're famous for is their theme song
0: Exactly, which is why i I told you I used to shop at a Whole Foods where every day at three o'clock they would play tv theme songs from like the 60s 70s and 80s i was in heaven i would shop at that time specifically, oh, specifically need- <laughs> yeah exactly now, if i needed to get something it had to be at three o'clock okay so,
1: completely unrelated tangent which you're thinking is. isn't this whole show nothing but completely unrelated tangents? this whole yes. first 14
0: minutes is completely yes. unrelated tangent it just sparks something in me so okay you must okay. be a
1: first time listener to tv channeling if you haven't figured out this is what we do but <laughs> but when it's really not Gil- this long but when it comes to Gilligan's Island and the theme song, what always bugged me was at the, at the first version of the song was like, with Gilligan, the skipper to the millionaire and his wife, a movie star and the rest. There's only two more people. No, but they, <laughs> they changed like,
0: it to the professor and Mary and They changed it after a while
1: i think there were a lot of complaints people people probably blew up their twitter we're like what is going on people (laughs) there's only two people
0: it's just a professor and marianne
1: (laughs) why are you and the rest (laughs) well that wasn't really particularly hurt the actor who played uh, marianne and the professor it was like um what what what's wrong with our agents we need to they need to get on this
0: right that must have been a, a hurdle to get over Okay, so we're here for a reason besides (laughs) wonderful tangents, and today we have two shows that we are going to review as part of our Kevin what?
1: Bad Girls of Summer 2018.
0: There we go. Bad Girls of Summer's, Summer's present. Oh, Bad
1: Girls of Summer present 2018.
0: Yes, there we go. All right. So, the first show. In a world.
1: Okay, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> it, wait, in a world where bad girls love summer.
0: If they don't hire you off of that, these people are damn fools. <laughs> yeah.
1: All right, so let's talk. Okay, let's actually do what we came here to do. Let's do what we came here to
0: do. So <laughs> we our first to- show, Kevin.
1: Our first show is actually the Break with Michelle Wolf. So let me tell you guys a little bit about it. Comedian Michelle Wolf got her start in the industry on late night television, writing and contributing to the late uh, late night with Seth Meyers and The Daily Show with Trevor Noah. Her Netflix original series, The Break with Michelle Wolf, uh, puts her in the spotlight. The weekly episodes blend sketches and live comedy and in-studio guest as she takes jabs at all kinds of people in the news from celebrities to politicians so Tachi what did you think of the break with Michelle Wolf
0: so you know I always have to open with some points of information I think it's very interesting and intriguing indeed so Michelle Wolf was a writer on uh, late night with seth meyer but then what is it what what is the actual name of the of the show with uh trevor noah the uh it's late... the daily show the daily show Thank with you. trevor noah right i don't know why I would that was um, missing, escaping me so the daily show the daily show continues to churn out people who do some amazing things you know, once once they move on from the Daily Show. So it's kind of like an incubator, like a Saturday Night Live is. But on a yeah, smaller they re- well, scale. Well,
1: I think, yeah, the key is they get they get the best people. They do some they're really good at uh, finding uh, talent that that shine that just you're right. They've discovered so many incredible people
0: yeah but one thing that
1: now that you mentioned the daily show and that being an incubator i do want to say one thing that's interesting because michelle wolf even though you can watch this this show is on netflix so it doesn't air at a particular time but it definitely has a late night vibe to it and so i was just thinking what's weird is there's been a couple of women who've gotten shows including um samantha b um also a former uh daily show but she was uh from Jon stewart's daily show Mm -hmm. but what i was thinking is isn't it interesting that all the women including robin thede when they do like a late night style show their show is on once a week whereas all the men show they're all either on five days a week or four days a week so-called daily show I, last time I checked, there's more than four days, makes does not does not
0: make you daily. You have all this anger, yet you refuse to pay for any of these episodes to be <laughs> produced. <laughs> so, grain of salt. <laughs> grain of bloody salt. But you, you do make a very valid point. And I think, right, oh gosh, we have so many problems. This is just another one. You know it's just it's just I, would, I just thought
1: it needed to be mentioned that it's like all these women women are finally getting I guess their are their their foot in the door because it, they're getting shows but all their shows are once a week. So again, Robin Thede, yeah, she needs to be on at least 4 days a week. So once a week and now she has this huge we won't see her again till like September or something. It is not acceptable.
0: And I love Robin Thede. She is my everything. W- what I do want to know is this what the pay is like because here's my thing if they could do one obviously they're shooting several episodes probably within a block but if they she can do they the she's if they can do one show a week and they're still getting pay, play, uh, paid pretty decently that one would be probably just fine with some people rather than doing an every night thing and then B, leaves the door open for other opportunities as well. So I think it depends on the pay. I think it depends on the person whether or not they wanted to do that and then it depends on the pay. They may not have wanted an everyday an everyday show. That could be it, but it could also... I'm just...
1: Also... Uh, Tanchi, okay. I find it a little hard to believe that, that of all the women that seem to get shows, all of them are all like, I just want to be on once a week and I want to have long blocks of time when I'm not on
0: well I'm not um, saying for everyone I'm saying that could be the case yeah for no that's some true it could be
1: the case for some of them i I think I think that John Oliver who I'm still not happy about him leaving the daily show because um he filled in for John Stewart well while, while he was uh making a film uh and um he commanded the anchor desk incredibly it was an incredible time it really to me revitalize the daily show and then he had to step aside for john stewart to, when he came back and then he left and went to hbo and has his own show that's mm-hmm. once a week and if he had stayed a little longer i believe that he would be the host of the daily show instead of trevor noah so which is basically when i uh, said you know adios to the daily show because not my daily show
0: oh but trevor noah is brilliant so i think you should give it another uh, another chance but here we All go right. again yeah, let's let's, let's talk trajectory. about the matter at hand because yes i don't know I have are nothing we trying good to say not? about trevor noah oh, except for
1: i do like the name trevor
0: anyway it's because that's your middle name sir
1: <laughs> no, no, Trevor. No, Trevor is not my middle name, but I, I do like that name.
0: Well, I, I don't know. Are we purposely trying not to review these shows? Because... <laughs> <laughs> I know this is,
1: this is the least reviewy review show, and this is a special where we're refusing to review the shows. But anyway, so again, let me ask the
0: question: What we're doing? <laughs> just in case people forgot, yes,
1: <laughs> what did you think of the break with okay. Michelle Wolf?
0: So I was, uh, I pre you know did a prelude of that of the the wonderful people that have come from the daily show and she is one now the show is is interesting and here's the thing i think that we get so used to a particular formula for late night that it's difficult especially with um uh, new media things on netflix and you know even with well robin thede's show i i latched on to right away because i love the format of it but this is different from the format of a traditional e- night show evening what are what are they called
1: late night <laughs> late night talk show i late am night show. not
0: on it today for a traditional late night talk show this has a slightly different format Okay, so number one, so she does stand up at the beginning, like a lot of them do. I, I think part of the thing could be that Netflix is a different model altogether. And so while there is a time constraint, not as much as being on network television where you have to account for commercials. So that could be one thing. But to me, her stand up sets at the beginning seem to be really long
1: oh yeah well okay we need to say the show is a half hour and unlike if you're watching a show that's half hour on regular broadcast television uh or basic cable it's real that show is really only 22 minutes but this is a real half hour show it's 30 minutes so of a solid show no commercial breaks so yeah she she has a little bit more time To, it's basically comparable to an hour show on network TV, which would be 44 minutes. So it's just basically, uh, you know, a few minutes shy of uh, an hour late night talk show and again we keep calling that because it just has that vibe even though again it's on netflix you can watch it anytime you feel like it and another thing this is airing in a different way or being put on available to stream in a different way than normal netflix shows where they put out a whole season because this is a topical show um they just released an episode per week so the shows are very timely
0: Absolutely, so it's in keeping with what would happen on network or cable late night. Absolutely fine. I just think that the the sets, her her comedic sets are too long at the beginning. And again, that's probably because I'm used to a format of okay, the first not even 10 minutes but maybe first five to seven minutes or so are stand up and then they go to commercial when they come back they have the guest when they they do some silly games they do so i guess i've become so used to that that this kind of breaks that mold in a sense oh yeah,
1: no, definitely they play around with and i watched uh normally we watch two episodes of each show we review i watched several of these i thought i saw four of them and um yeah, each each show is a little bit different, but you're right. At the opening of the show, she tells us what's going to be on the show, doing a couple of jokes in that, and then she does kind of a a, a monologue, uh, and then uh, they do they go to some kind of, like, commercial parody uh, that gives her time to get to the desk, and then she'll do, like, either a bit or she'll have a guest come out.
0: Yes, yes. And so I, I also watched several shows. I, I watched less than you, though. I watched three. So that gave me a a good sense. And what I did notice is in each one that each one gets better. I don't know if you felt that same thing, but each one kind of not builds on each other in terms of the same content, but she becomes more comfortable. Now, again, I don't know what she's done before maybe you have a better concept of what she's yeah done well she's
1: she's a stand-up comedian mm-hmm. and 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 she did do some uh regular appearances on seth myers where she would play this character called uh, adult annie and she was like a yes. or, little orphan annie all grown up and sexy she was sexily <laughs> sexily, sexily little orphan <laughs> annie in the summer and so <laughs> so she had a lot of fun with that uh so i i think and she of course as a correspondent on the Daily Show, she right. would have actually go out and do field pieces as well. But I think that this is she's gaining new muscles doing this, being an actual host where the show is. She is in the spotlight; it's on all on her. And um, I agree with you that you can see her getting more comfortable in this role. And also, a lot of times with shows like this, they're figuring out what the show is and they're figuring out what works better than other things, and the show's taking shape. I really do feel like it's getting a group to it but um i really like how um she says that she's gonna go after like you know everyone and everything on the show and i love when she she says something like uh She tells us like pretty early on that her show's going to laugh at everything and everyone, including Oprah, saying you're not you're not that special. I also eat bread every day, Uh, (laughs) saying (laughs) saying the I eat bread every day part in her version of oprah's most sincere public confession weight watchers commercial voice
0: <laughs> and then i love it when I she went i love bread
1: <laughs> yeah like uh, and oprah said it as if it's some kind of shocking revelation like i love bread people and i'm not ashamed to admit it publicly for the first time i just like um
0: okay you no know, and 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 here's the thing let's let's be clear most we know you love bread, and it's not being shady or throwing shade. But it's like whenever there is that kind of you know tr- struggle with what usually carbohydrates are the <laughs> are the culprit. But so, no, but
1: the point is, it's it's being said as if it's like some kind of like shocking revelation. I think most people bread is a mainstay in the diets of like every culture and people ever to exist ever in this.
0: <laughs> too. Thank you. tell t- tell the truth. Everybody reaches for that damn brown bread when you're at the cheesecake factory. That's for the sourdough can be damned, but everybody Oh my reaches god. For the oh my god, Joshi. Bread. Okay.
1: Are we the t- not only are we the TV twins? Apparently, we are at the cheesecake factory twins.
0: Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yes. It's like and I here's my problem. I won't want my food by the time it comes because I've eaten so much bread. Oh so I'm like, yeah, yeah, can it's you It's all about this the bread and the cheesecake. Yeah, the bread and the cheese. i'm like just wrap the rest up for me i'm, I'm full thank you i've had bread <laughs>
1: well another thing that she says that uh when she was going in and giving us an idea that of the now no one's safe she's, just, she's like elon musk uh you call yourself an inventor well invent yourself a girlfriend closer to your own age oh, <laughs> it was wow. just like oh that was so good <laughs>
0: what did i miss that that is hilarious
1: yeah i thought that was really good so yeah if she's willing to go after oprah and elon musk if uh, if those aren't two sacred cows then yeah she's (laughs) there's no one safe
0: no. And you know, here's the thing, because we're so used to her in a daily show capacity, also, you know, on the uh, Seth Meyers <laughs> sexy Annie <laughs> capacity. <laughs> <laughs> She's grown up
1: Annie, but she grown up Annie is very sexy and very yes. sexual.
0: Yes. Even though we're used to her and we're used to her in that capacity, we're used to her as characters. So this is her which is which is different from her being a character so the first thing that hit you is like my her voice is really high not that it's a terrible thing but because when you're a character it's like okay whatever that fits with the character and then you see her, it's like oh this is your voice for real okay so <laughs> 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 okay okay but you know they, they you get over that after a while not that again i'm not saying that her voice is terrible it's just um it, it it fits well with uh with characters that she does so you just assume oh okay this is like a character voice
1: it's like nope that's her that's, no, her, that's voice. her voice that's okay her another voice. part i love it where she went in uh on the nfl and she goes uh she said um let's see uh, uh it was because they were t- she was talking about the whole nfl uh owners voting to find teams whose players kneel yes. during the national anthem yes. and she said don't worry players uh, if you if you want to protest you can stay in the locker room which is actually something that, that they, they've they said to them and she goes I believe it was Martin Luther King who said the best protests are the ones that no one sees <laughs> I just thought that was so
0: good hey, no, that, that was hilarious although you know point of information it's like well if you don't come out people are going to notice that you're not out there. Well, to me, actually,
1: honestly, okay, we're going to, this is going to be so many side tangents Tangent. in this episode. Tangent. Cheesecake Factory everything but the one thing i just feel like i wish the teams would in in solidarity not come out because that was actually a new wrinkle in the whole the the teams didn't used to come out during the national anthem they came out after the national anthem but when the nfl started doing these things where they're being sponsored by uh the army navy air force marines that's it wasn't a coincidence to make it seem as if it was a patriotic thing where all of a sudden we would see these uh these servicemen reuniting with their children in the middle of a football field during halftime that isn't out of the kindness of the nfl's heart they're being paid to do that that you know that is a promotion for uh the different uh branches of the military so that's why that's when they started having the players come out Uh, before the National Anthem to, uh, you know, tie that whole thing together. So if the team would basically, uh, the teams or the players would actually say, we're all not going to come out during the National Anthem, we'll come out as the players did before, after the National Anthem, that might uh, do some. If they're not going to all kneel together, they should at least stay in Uh, side together, because I feel like at this point for a lot of the players, it isn't even the ones that aren't even protesting uh, police abuse, which is what the uh, protests are about, even though some people try to make people believe it's about protesting the anthem, like we hate the anthem or something, that's crazy. Um, If it's going to be it, it, for some of those people, I think now it's about their speech being silenced. So even if you even if you don't have an issue with police brutality as an NFL player, why shouldn't you be able to protest like anyone else? Um, so I think they should stay in the locker room just because they feel like their their free speech is being curtailed.
0: Perhaps I'll haste. i uh, silence what I was going to. Say.
1: Okay, all right. You know, because because isn't this a television review show?
0: It is a television <laughs> review show, but it can quickly go the way of political channeling. So, what we're <laughs> going to do is get away, get away our from our public that. affairs show
1: that airs at five o'clock in the morning on your on a cable access. Channel. <laughs> Political because that's exactly
0: what happens. It's like, wait, what time is this? you you know, you <laughs> fall asleep on the couch and then yeah, you wake, and you wake up, up and it's like five o'clock and it's like at like a PBS Day or a local access station and it's like uh this week with the round table and it's like all cable accessy The people are dressed terribly.
1: <laughs> yeah, and there and there's like there's like for some there's a fern and there's like some like old school like uh you know, like coffee table between the two chairs or something. So yeah.
0: Yes, that they got from the goodwill somewhere. Yeah,
1: that that could be us. <laughs> <laughs> exactly,
0: exactly. So, so uh, in any case, I I think that I thought that it's also interesting that she does those those commercial break things. Yes, I, I like that because obviously you're not doing commercials, commercials because you're not on network, you're not on cable. So the fact that you're doing these is kind of like an ode to. Late night talk shows and the, the the format of it in a sense, but you're doing what you want to do. You know these these funny vignette. Oh, the one that I did like was, okay, they were. She was talking about the some opinion column columnists in the New York Times. Uh, yes, that had wrote that wrote things that, and it's funny because they're supposed to be, they totally miss the mark. These um these these uh opinion columnists. So she did like a musical. <laughs> In the newsroom, in the in the newspaper room with them, and uh, featuring what Mark Weiss, I think is his name. Weiss yeah. is the last name. I don't remember the first name. So- well, no,
1: it, it was, the production values were off the charts.
0: Yeah, it was hilarious and then it, they you know they started to sing and one of the um i guess the journalist was singing too and he said you don't sing so she was she just started dancing with them and not singing So <laughs> it,
1: it,
0: it was clear that she was not singing and that's what made it uh, hilarious well she, she was
1: stealing focus from him when she started to sing exactly. <laughs> so he was not having it
0: exactly which was hilarious so that that i like those kind of big numbers anyway because it shows that they put thought into it so i enjoyed that
1: well I know I like a lot of the tape pieces as well the one I my favorite one was uh w- it was a commercial for a fake uh, uh Netflix original called uh uh, strong female, uh, strong female lead. Yes, uh, the movie <laughs> that was so hysterical because uh, my favorite part of it of the fake trailer for for the movie that I wish was real <laughs> is when Michelle uh, as Cassandra Flex, uh, <laughs> that's the character's name, shows up to a meeting in a well tailored, whiter than snow business suit, and a colleague says for a uh, for a deal this uh you don't seem to be nervous and she replies I don't sweat I win <laughs> <laughs> and then when she gets a, uh, she gets a work call in the middle of the night the caller asks uh did I wake you and she goes I don't sleep I win
0: <laughs> 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 so good. That's so good. Oh, and the funniest thing is, that's not that far off from the truth because when you look at these quotes, you know, by business people, sometimes, often it's great stuff, but sometimes it's like, get out of here. <laughs> you know, sometimes you, it's, and that's one of those, I don't sleep. I win <laughs> <laughs> no
1: it was it was so good and I love it when in that same thing uh, the voiceover guy says uh, uh, this character is as strong as any man because it was originally written for a man and then the next scene uh, you see her in a doctor's office being told uh, she has testicular cancer and and she coolly replies <laughs> I'll beat it and I won't tell anyone and then her very impressed doctor says why Wow, you really are a strong female lead. <laughs> oh my god, damn it, Tachi! Why aren't they making this into a real uh, into a real show? I would be all over it. It would replace. We need something to replace Scandal. I would be all over strong female lead. <laughs> and then also, I love it, another part of this really hysterical is when and, and because the voiceover guy is all like, she has sex with male escorts because yeah, that's a thing that women do." <laughs> and then and then the then like sh- sh- you see like po- poise, uh, post post uh, sex the the uh, the model that uh, slash escort she just slept with is all like, you know, uh, why don't you you know why are you why are you using escorts? And she's she's like, I don't have time for emotion in my sex. <laughs> like, now take my take take your take your money and go you whore and whatever it was it was just so perfect so i need that to be a show netflix
0: you keep giving all these suggestions i need you to be on the the production team
1: oh wait one last line from that bit and you can look that up that's not that whole thing is on youtube it's hysterical but she goes she's in that same white suit and she's and she's drinking red wine and this guy like on a date says uh uh drinking red wine uh uh uh, in a suit yeah you're you're very brave and she goes i don't spill i win (laughs) 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 oh god (laughs) <laughs> oh goodness,
0: goodness, goodness. So I I I don't know. I guess there's a question you want to ask me about this unless you have any other Oh anecdotes. no, I do have a
1: couple. One other thing I need that needs to be said is okay. um her first guest on her very first episode was another uh uh person from Seth Meyers show, oh, yeah. Amber Ruffin. Yes. I am a huge fan of Amber uh Amber. So Michelle definitely wasn't playing fair when it comes to trying Trying to get a positive review from this TV channeling (laughs) co-host. I love Amber so much. She is my sis from another miss. So, (laughs) Amber, please contact me via social media. I am Big Man out on Twitter. We could make incredibly funny music together.
0: And he's not stalkerish, really. Despite the way his voice went down, I would
1: never stalk you that much. I would not.
0: <laughs> <laughs> is, can't you tell by the way his voice went down at the end? Of this?
1: <laughs> I love I love Amber Ruffin so much.
0: Wow, okay. No, so she they're doing a good job of of cultivating an audience and and trying to put some um hard-hitting some well, hard-hitting funny meaning things that that resonate with audiences and as I said, I think that it's you know, it's gotten better with each episode that I've watched, and I've only watched the three, but it got better. And like you said, I do agree that they were trying to find their their voice and trying to figure out what they were going to do. Because I was like, this first episode, I was like, mm, okay, I'm not quite sure what you want to do here, my dear, but uh, I, I'm willing to see, you know, what else is next. And then, you know, it it's, it started to progress. And I think that's the case with any show.
1: Oh absolutely no shows morph and change and I do feel like this show I think it's only been like four episodes so far and it's really getting its footing. One other part I wanted to talk about was when she says um, I know I'm supposed to uh, I'm probably supposed to go after Kim Kardashian but I feel like hating uh, uh, hating and and uh, uh, and uh, making fun of the Kardashians seems like a very uh, Obama era luxury.
0: Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) when we
1: had nothing else to be mad about. (laughs) we were like that rich lady is on tv and uh uh, she has a big butt and too many sisters yes how dare (laughs) she she (laughs) She goes anyway i'm gonna go back to not thinking about our completely normal president (laughs) she goes those (laughs) were the days so i'm like i was all over it and lastly i want to mention one other thing about her in particular because before she was a bad girl of summer michelle wolf was actually a bad girl of spring <laughs> when she hosted the White House corp- uh, Correspondence Dinner. Oh, yeah, that goes uh, without saying. Yeah, and not only did she take the gloves off uh during that white ho- that that correspondence dinner she put on brass knuckles <laughs> and gave washington dv uh, dc a real beatdown. uh not only going after the current president and his administration but she also went after the press cable news and the democrats like no one was safe but the thing that uh stirred up the most controversy sexily stirred up the most controversy <laughs> <laughs> is when she compared uh sarah huckabee sanders to a character uh to character uh aunt lydia in hulu's handmaid's tale personally i thought the uh, uh, comparison was about the character's Uh, constant lying and brainwashing on behalf of the leader of a dystopian American government, which feels very much similar to what's happening now, some might say. And some of those people might be me. But anyway, (laughs) (laughs) but some felt like uh, it was attack on Sarah Huckabee's appearance. Uh, I just want to say that doing sexist, homophobic, or jokes, uh, uh, homophobic jokes, or jokes about someone's appearance, whose politics you agree, uh, uh, don't agree with. If that's wrong, then it should be wrong to do those kinds of jokes when it comes to people whose you know politics you don't agree with. I mean, w- what comes to mind for me about that kind of subject is Bill Maher has done tons of homophobic jokes, uh, and when it's been about Republicans. People on, you know, the left are kind of like, look the other way. Not everybody, but some do. And um, another person who kind of recently got in trouble for that was Joy Reid. She got called out for homophobic jokes about uh, former governor of Florida, Charlie Crist. So... In the first uh, episode of uh, Michelle's uh, show, she went in on Mario Batali, who's been accused of sexual misconduct by a growing list of several women. So he's like the new Cosby. Um, so, (laughs) So if you have issues with that, and I have issues with that kind of thing personally, I feel like some things should be off limits. Um you know when it comes to talking about being about people's appearance or whatever and i guess she even says when she's making for tomorrow batali's uh appearance, the idea that no one's going to defend him because of this whole me too thing i i'm kind of i'm the kind of person that feels like if it's not right under you know some most circumstances why is it right now isn't shouldn't we be attacking him for what he's actually doing versus how he looks
0: well yes, you've jumped to Mario Batali from what is the name? So let me let me go back to uh that Huckabee woman. <laughs> <laughs> okay,
1: just the way you foot said that, I, I'm I am so prepared. I'm so I'm, I'm battening down the hatches. Okay. See,
0: it seems to me that the only people who always have to be careful about their words are the ones who are trying to be on the sides of side of right and call out what power is doing. But then, no, 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 you're wrong when you do it. Now, I do agree. I think that to bring appearance and things into it is it, completely you know off base. However, the woman is ugly. And I don't mean that don't necessarily mean in the sense of physically ugly, her behavior and the things she says and does cause the ugly to come out on the outside because think, think about it. And and this may not be what how everybody thinks. I don't give a damn. This is how I think. So (laughs) think, think about it. Don't people become like just a little bit uglier when they're also evil. (laughs)
1: Okay. Wow. Okay, this is a turn I did not think we were going to take. Now, I don't know if that's the case or if it's just that we see them that way, because I think the reverse can be true, that you see somebody who's just kind of okay looking, uh, but once you get to know them and you know their personality, people get more attractive the more you know them and you know their heart and, you know, they get more attractive, so I think the opposite can be true too. Oh,
0: absolutely, she won't Whereas though.
1: even people that you see as a being a physically attractive, that when you get to really know them like, wow, this is an ugly person. Uh, and the way you look at them, even the way you see their appearance seems to change. Yes,
0: no, 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 exactly. So that that's what I mean in terms of, I think people were taking it to the extreme. I agree with you when she was was talking about that i think she was talking about the behavior of that the character on um uh handmaid's tale not necessarily the physical appearance people like to take it to extremes because they like to cause trouble and they're stupid and the people that uh you know take the bait that's on you because no i can't help you that you don't have critical thinking skills not my fault be stop being mediocre so and the,
1: well <laughs> the crazy thing is that when they're stirring up trouble they're not even doing it sexily no, not there's even doing no it excuse.
0: exactly at least Michelle wolf was doing it sex, sexily sexily
1: stirring a tree yes
0: <laughs> all right so
1: this now that we've dealt with everything about this show it's time for me to ask the question I love to ask okay so Tachi when it comes to the break with Michelle wolf are you gonna keep watching or are you gonna change the channel
0: I'm gonna keep watching I do want to see how this show continues to develop and I think there's a lot of a lot that they can put into it and i'm interested to see what uh, what direction it goes so yes so kevin i guess i'm going to ask you the same question when it comes to <laughs> why well, I, I don't need to do it maury povich style <laughs> you are the fun <laughs> are you going to keep watching the break with michelle wolf or are you going to change the channel
1: I my I am not touching that dial, even though TVs don't have dials anymore. <laughs> I mean, I've been watching too much Me TV as well. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. No. I have to admit. Like, first of all, when she brought out Amber Ruffin as her first guest, again, she is my sis from another Miss. Mm. So uh, she had me. She had me. The 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 it's she's so cutting and she's so smart she goes in and she has the the, her point of view is so fresh uh the the different way she looks at things and i love the parodies even though i did have issues i will say there's a a commercial parody where she uh uh, it's the amazon echo three and it's weird where the echo for some reason wants lunch meat Uh, apparently that speaks to how the writing staff, they need to get rid of their medical marijuana prescriptions when they're writing some of these things because that was hella crazy. (laughs) But but other than that, I I thought the show was hilarious.
0: Yes, yes. I mean, you know, I would also like to, but of course it's probably not going to happen. I think there could be a little less monologue at the beginning and more meat of the show. But I think that she does an, an awesome job with the monologue. I just, I would like it to be a tad shorter.
1: Well, I think the, the better the show does, uh, the more viewers that they think the show is getting, I think the better, she'll get more and better guests. And even though none of them will compare to Amber Ruffin.
0: Of course not, of course not. Amber, call me Amber. Anyway, um... The <laughs> views <laughs> expressed by Kevin O'Malley I <laughs> the viewers of the TV channel. I love you, Amber. Oh. Anyway, um... Kevin, we have no anyway, money for a lawsuit. So <laughs> <laughs> our, our
1: legal defense, our legal defense fund, is running pretty low right now.
0: So, I guess this brings us to another, uh, the end of another episode of TV channeling, my friend. Yes.
1: Yes, it does. But don't worry, people. There is one more sexy
0: <laughs> so sexually ba-
1: there's another sexy bad girl of summer coming up so uh tune in for the third part not last year we gave you two parts of our of our bad girls of summer 2017 2018 everything at tv channeling is bigger and better so we're giving you not one not two but three bad girls of summer episode
0: yes bigger like the state of texas But more purple. purple. (laughs) Not as red as the state of Texas. A little more purple.
1: All right, Tachi. So since we're wrapping it up, tell everybody
0: how can they listen to more TV channeling? Oh, and I know you want to listen to more TV channeling. So you can check us out on Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, and you can also go to Podbean. But all you have to do really is go to tvchanneling.com and you'll be able to listen to the current episode and all past episodes as well. And we'd love for you to leave a review, a good one.
1: (laughs) Yes, because, (laughs) because first of all, if you're hearing us ask you to leave a review by now, you listen to the whole show. All kinds of randomness aside, you listen to all of it. So, yeah, you owe us a good review. And if you didn't like it after listening to the whole show, why would you waste any time trying to come for us? Move on with your lives. Hug your kids. Hug your dogs. Hug your pets. Go go get a pet. But don't spend time writing a bad review. But if you did like the show, you know what? You have, you're gonna have a long life, because if you're the kind of person that enjoys TV channeling, you enjoy life. So enjoy some time writing an excellent review and giving us five stars.
0: Well, after that last comment, you may not want to listen anymore, but <laughs> if you decide you can deal with that, make sure you subscribe as well so that you can get all of the latest episodes in your inbox. Yeah, and our, our the,
1: listeners are a hearty bunch.
0: <laughs> you, you have to bloody well be with our, with our abuse. Yeah, they would have
1: they would have given up long ago if they couldn't take it.
0: And they may have. This may be their first and last. <laughs> not episode. Even, no one's listening to us at
1: this point. It's just us talking to each other. We're talking
0: other. to Echo Chamber. So <laughs> And um, our
1: live studio audience.
0: <sighs> <laughs> Otherwise known as Breath. Um, <laughs>
1: Kevin. No, no, Tachi, our audience is as fresh as our breath. <laughs>
0: That's assuming that both of us have uh, sparkly, impeccably fresh, fresh uh, breath. Yeah, I had impeccably to pause for a minute. <laughs> so, so Kevin, tell them we're all over the place on social. Please do okay. us a favor and tell us where tell them where we are.
1: We are everywhere on social. We're on the book that's in your face. We are on the gram known as Insta. We are snapping your chats, and um, we are also on my personal favorite twitter where michelle uh where michelle where amber (laughs) ruffin can find me you can reunite our family uh, amber
0: (laughs) i'm your brother reunited (laughs) feel so good (laughs) anyway yeah amber you can
1: find you can find us as tv channeling on twitter but amber if you want to find me personally and hit my dm up i am big man out so
0: why are you just talking to amber
1: Oh, all, all, well, the rest of you guys, too, but Amber...
0: Oh, I chop, love you, Chopper liver, rethink. yeah. This is, this is their first and last time
1: Listen, <laughs> <laughs> They're great, too. They know, they understand that, that Amber...
0: We were separated at
1: birth, even though we were born at different times, which is probably why we were separated. Oh, my
0: God. <laughs> and with that, <laughs> with that, we're going to let you get back to whatever it was you were doing. Don't forget that part three of... The
1: Bad Girls of Summer 2018
0: (laughs) continues. (laughs) We'll continue it just a little bit. So make sure you keep it locked here so that you you know when it comes out. And with that, we're going to sign off. So I'll say bye from Tachi.
1: And goodbye from Kevin. And remember, if you're watching it, we're talking about it all summer long.
0: Clearly, cheers.
1: (laughs) Bye.